keep their options open more because we have more options, one. You, men might think that they have options, but they have available pussy. Women have options and, and money and men and vacation. So women keep their options more. I might love you, but if you fuck up, I know that I m will get something else like you or above you eventually. So we move in intangible things. We get pregnant, so we're gonna move correctly. You move in pussy because every girl that you approach, you probably say or feel like, oh, I got this, let me show you this. Me, if I post something sexy on Instagram, it's like, I got this. But you don't know that I might have a business and that you could probably help me with my business. So of course I'm gonna keep my options open, but I'm not gonna fuck you because why would I fuck you if you're not gonna give me exactly everything I need and want. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Please remember, rate and review us and subscribe, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, whatever it is that you do on Spotify, please and go do that. Happy holidays from the one and only Grinch Welly F and Lil Cindy Who J yourself. Oh my. I don't I don't never I I guess I could be a bit of a Grinch. I consider myself more of a the bahumbug type. Oh, more, I got a little Scrooge, Scrooge in me. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, 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 we're, we're we're Christmas babies technically, so I mean, I have some love for the holidays. I told you, I'm Cindy Who. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is I, what I, it is. I identify as a white child, a white female child. Oh my! Oh, my. don't let the wrong people hear that. Don't let the wrong people hear that, man. So, how was your flight, man? Say. Get on the flight, right? And first, I'm I'm tall, so I pay the look. I pay the tax for the leg room. So I, you know, get in my seat. Guy sitting next to me, Hispanic guy. He's he's basically lost his hairline. His hairline starts in the middle of his head, and he had the nerve to have a fire edge up on it. Like, why did you edge that up like that? Nigga just ain't want to let it go, huh? He just didn't want to let it go. So we cool it, you know, chop it up, whatever. So then he gets, we get maybe 40 minutes into the flight. He decides he's going to take his shoes off. I say, look, my man, let me tell you what we not going to do here on this plane. <laughs> oh, my. We not going to have these shoes off. Keep shoes on. He thought I was joking. Nah, I'll be. Put them shoes on. I don't know if your feet stink, and I don't want to find out. Keep shoes on. It's dirty. Good, good, good two and a half hour flight. Good two and a half hour flight. Say, man, the floor is dirty. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had, I had to believe it or not. I had to kind of get hip to myself, hip to that myself. Even in the gym, when I thought about it one day, I was like, man, you know, it's so much better to squat, you know, shoes off and stuff. But I'm like, man, boys be tripping in this gym though. Like people be sweating extremely in this gym. People's socks be dirty. People usually have dirty shoes on. I was like. Oh. Might need to check myself on that. So that's why I just wear vans now. That's neither here nor there. But that is interesting, man. Boys be the plane planes ain't the cleanest place. No. It, it, it's a flying I, bus. It really is. And, and then I've I seen, got to Houston and it was so hot. It was it was fifty two degrees when I left Charlotte. It was eighty one when I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you brought the cold with you though. Hey. It's literally it's the temperature dropping right now as we speak. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you brought that bullshit. You could have caught bring the cold, but you had to bring this rain. That's a Capricorn thing. Yeah, yeah, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Hey, at least you ain't, at least you ain't go out like old buddy, man. Proposing on air, bro. Dog, bro, the way she just struck behind that desk. He gonna kill her. <laughs> Yeah, he gonna kill himself. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, more than likely, more than likely. I mean, I'm still baffled at that, man. M misdirected anger. Like, even when I was looking at that video of those people fighting in that uh, restaurant, and the, and, the, and the woman attacked the man, and then she looked at the woman and started attacking the woman, I'm just like, you don't know who you want to be mad at. No, you just mad understand. at everybody. Yeah, yeah, this shit, shit wild, man, but... 
that's not even there neither here nor there but man we ain't got much to talk about today to be honest but it's still gonna probably go about an hour the uh the introduction of this show wasn't even it's not even a topic really i just wanted to laugh at it because what she said it just kind of just i mean it's it's laughable what she said in the introduction i just look at it like you know Monkey branching? <laughs> it is what it is. Some, so obviously, some people do it. Some people don't. But I mean, it, it kind of looks like that's the average thing to do. I mean, because even when you look at this young woman that talks about keeping her options open, I mean, I, it is what it is. I, don't hate the player, hate the game. I mean, if that's the if that's the thing that people, I think they get mixed up about what we preach. And I wouldn't even say preach. What we try to educate you on is you can do whatever you want to do. This is just the perception of Jay and Welly on what you want to do. Like you can do it and there's going to be somebody that's going to think that is awesome. And they're going to follow you to the ends of this earth for you doing that. Yep. But we here to let you know that us and I would consider myself the average guy. I I, I think you, you say you're, you're slightly above average on, on your best days. Um, we're not here for it. <laughs> Let, let's 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 be real right now. I know people that listen to the show probably think think of this uh show as you know two individuals that are probably probably more pessimistic than re- realistic. Well, I know people view me as pessimistic quite often, and uh I don't know how people view you. I don't know. I I view you as uh, optimistic a little bit more than pessimistic for sure, but um. If you were if you were outside outside of looking in, do you do you think that um, this this show and the content of this show is uh, pessimistic or realistic? What, what would you view it as? I say the the content of this show is very realistic because this is shit that is actually happening, or it's, it's shit that I'm telling you about that's happened already. Like we said a long time ago, we've been dropping gems for years. We've been telling women how men are going to act. We've been questioning women on why they do what they do. And the only thing they come back with is, oh, y'all judging us or y'all y'all picking at us or something like that. I'm asking genuine questions because I don't understand. In 30, I'll be 32 in seven days, and I still don't understand women. I mean, if, if, if your quest in this life is to understand women, shit, you might as well just, just stop that now. It ain't going to happen. I just want. I just. I just want to understand one, and and and, and Lord forbid, I, I have a daughter. I just want to understand one. This is my thing. The reason. The reason the understanding of women and men, to be honest, is going to be very hard in the near future. Is I, I believe it has a lot to do with evolution. Um, I was sitting here thinking about that this week, and I was like, man, you know, when I just think about what we're evolving to, um, the reality is, we 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 are we're already to the point where we've already swept biological differences under the rug. We're constantly striving for uh, what we see as, you know, equality. Um, I, I just don't think that we're in a place in time where things are predictable anymore. I think, you know, you know, 90s, 80s, you probably could look at the, uh, you could probably look at the big picture and be like, you know, hey, you know, this is what is normal for women. This is what is normal for men. We don't have that anymore. And that's unfortunate because, like I said, it takes away that predictability. So I can't even tell you what the dating market is going to look like five or ten years from now. Because in my honest opinion, it's going to be scary. Um, and I bring up evolution to just say, like, um, when, you, when you're looking at things from a social construct uh, point of view, you have to realize that, you know, women are becoming way more masculine. Women are starting to take on more traditional male roles. And... It doesn't have anything to do with um, with uh, with the with the man not wanting to. It's a lot to do with the fact that a lot of women are just in a position to feel they need to prove themselves, and a lot of men are just falling back like, "Hey, fuck it, do what you do." And it's 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 counterproductive in so many ways because I'm realizing that everybody once again is still is still striving for the same things that our ancestors were striving for. So once again, as we evolve. I honestly believe that we're gonna start we're gonna start looking at people and I, I said it on a uh, I said it a couple episodes ago the the lines are starting to get so blurred to the point where I mean you won't be able to tell man from woman in the next ten years 
because they all move the same. They all have this are starting to have similar mannerisms that you you could read their tweets. They tweet the same. It's like there is no once again, there is no predictable. Uh, no, they're not not predictable. There is no um, definite way anymore of really saying like, oh, this person is a woman. This person is a feminine woman to care. Like that's dying. That's becoming a dying breed. I feel like women are, are thrusting themselves into more leadership roles and not saying that, that that is a bad thing, but with that thrust and, and that insertion into those leadership roles comes with a lot more responsibility and accountability. And forever, I'm not going to say forever, but for as long as I can remember, one of the key factors of being a man has been known to be your accountability. Like every everything centered around being a man is like being accountable for the decisions that you make. So if you make this decision, you stick by it, you stand by it. As a man, you make a decision for yourself. You make a decision for your family. You you know you make that decision. You own it. So with women coming into these leadership roles, a lot of accountability has to start being taken. And just to be frank, women aren't the best at taking accountability. I I would I would actually you know I agree with that partially by saying. <clears throat> I think I think first worlders, I think Americans in general are starting to get to the point where they're they're trash at taking accountability. Um, I think from an obvious standpoint, <clears throat> if somebody is babied enough, if somebody is told that they're precious, they're treated like a princess, they're treated like a queen, I mean, why expect them to take accountability for certain things? You know, you, you coddle somebody so much, you don't you you kind of look at them like to take accountability, like, huh? That's a foreign term to them. So I look at Americans as a whole. In that in that aspect, because I really believe the whole country is becoming highly feminized. To be honest with you, and once again, you have a highly feminized society, you have a, a coddled society, you have a society that uh, believes that every aspect of any type of negativity should be addressed on a, on a political sphere, and uh, it's 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 getting ridiculous. So, long story short, short, a lot of first worlders are literally. Th- we're not in a position to ask people to be accountable for things when everybody is a spoiled brat. When it's, like, when it's always somebody else's fault that, that this is why it happens. Yeah, it's 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 really tough to look at somebody in the eye and say, hey, I need you to be accountable for this when the whole time you've been babying them. Like, you can't expect your three-year-old daughter or three-year-old son to... To, to take accountability for the mess he makes if you're always cleaning it up after him. It's like, it's just not going to happen. Eventually, you got to stop him. You got to let him know, hey, this is your mess. You need to clean it. And in that moment, he's gradually learning or she's gradually learning that, hey, I this is my responsibility. I'm cleaning this up because it was wrong. I made this mess. But the spoiled child that always gets, that always has a janitor coming in after him, always has a maid or a butler coming in after him, they don't give a fuck about that mess. They don't see that mess like it's theirs. They see that mess like it's the janitor's mess because the janitor's cleaning it up. Because it's, it's, it's why haven't you cleaned this up? <laughs> Pretty much, and that's Americans. That that's that's the Western world right now, and it's. I feel like it's obvious, but we we still stay in. We are we're still in a city. Uh, we're still in a world of denial. Um, I was thinking about something today. I mean. I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, I can, I'm going to go back to, to pessimism and reality. And I think that it's 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 funny to me that when's the last time you heard somebody being highly optimistic and at the same time somebody said, oh, you're being realistic? It's been a long time, if ever. <laughs> it's almost as if. And, and, I'm, and I'm linking these two because, like I said, I think people are highly dishonest and they're not they just they're living in this world of make believe. But if you want to really sit down and be real about this world that we live in, this world that we currently live in, the harsh realities of it come almost from a mindset of having to deal with pain, suffering things that aren't great or good like that. When you think about reality, it's almost like reality is harsh and is blunt and it comes at you in a way that sometimes you don't want to get up. You don't want to get up out of bed in the morning because that's reality. 
So you don't you you don't you don't you don't conflate that with with being you know openly optimistic or having a positive view on life because when you really think about life, I mean, a huge aspect of a huge chunk of life is pretty. It's it's you're probably in that pessimistic avenue because the pessimistic avenue is a lot closer to rea- uh, to being realistic. It's just something I just thought about and and as I sit here and say that, I'm just thinking to myself like. We don't live in a world anymore where people really want to accept that. I think people try to people try to move away from that as much as possible. It's like life is going to let you down more often than it's going to pick you up. Definitely. You're 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 more you have more of a chance to overdraft your bank account than you do to win the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean and that's to me that's just the supreme optimism, pessimism and realism. Like, yeah, you can play the lottery and be so excited that you're going to win and hope and, yeah. But at the same time, you know, chances are it's not going to happen. Just statistically, it's not going to happen. So when you, what is what do they say? Um, when you, when you, when you lower the bar, it, it's, it's, it's harder to disappoint yourself. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do in society as a whole. You know, we're trying to be like, hey. Instead of saying it could be worse, I'm like, yeah, it could get better. But, you know, <laughs> I was prepared for this. I was prepared for the bad shit. I knew this bad shit was going to happen. So I'm not really shocked by it. It doesn't really catch me off guard as 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 off guard as something positive would catch me. That's going to prepare the, the world. This is this world is being it's almost like they're moving in a direction where hurt and disappointment is inevitable. Because I like when you say like when you said you we're 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 all it's almost like we're programmed to 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 like kind of make now it's like we're programmed to move towards that that mindset of optimism in order to not have to deal with reality so it's almost like the optimistic mindset is more geared towards um it's more geared towards that temporary medicine cuz you 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 know that this type of lifestyle, being a drug dealer, you know that being a drug dealer, it, there's only two ways to go. You can either be a successful drug dealer, which there aren't many statistically, or you're going to end up in jail or you're going to end up killed. And to, 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 to remedy that, to make yourself feel better, you probably tell yourself, even if you get caught up, well, shit. I mean, I'm going to get out here. I'm going to get, an, I'm going to have another chance. Or you just constantly tell yourself, you know, Hey, um, that's all I can do. But the reality is you could do a lot more because if you're out here on a block, on your feet, you move, using your hands to sell dope, I mean, you could do a lot more, bro. Like, you could do a lot more positive. But the reality is when people get themselves into those negative situations, they lean towards some optimism in order to, to, to stay on that path. I mean, they're fooling themselves. People do that in relationships too. People do that in relationships a lot. Straight, straight up, man, I mean... I said it not too long ago, like people sit here and say, oh, you know, this person is, you know, I forgive him because this person is not perfect. Remember what I said about that? It's like nobody's perfect. Before you got into that relationship, you already knew that. So you knew they weren't perfect. You knew you weren't perfect. Exactly. So now you're using this. They're not perfect because you want to be you want to see the optimism in this. You want to tell yourself that, you know what? He this person cheated on me, but. You know, they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You're trying to see a bright side, and that can be very damaging. And I and I really, really think that that is preparing a lot of us for a world of hurt. Just saying, man. Man, I do have to sit up <laughs> You know, when 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 I first sat down, I was like, man, we should do something light. Um, you know, get ready to go into <laughs> Christmas. Not, I mean, it didn't necessarily have to be positive. It could have been comedic. We could have went back over that ABC conversation that we had. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the ABC conversation was nice. You you can start you can start the ABC conversation. I don't think they're ready for that one though. Say it, it's and the way it is is like this is how I summarized it after we got off the phone because we should have just recorded that phone conversation. It isn't to get to point. It isn't to get from point A to point B. It's to get from point A to point C. And to get from point A to point C, you have to go through point B. And the B stands for bullshit. So you have to go through the bullshit to get to the point of C. 
that's another harsh reality. And no matter what that C is, that C could be a promotion, a wedding, uh, whatever, a child, mm-hmm. whatever. There's going to be some bullshit in the way. And that bullshit is really where you get tested. Because you can't get to the C if you don't get through the bullshit. You can't get the promotion if you don't do your job right now. You can't get to the marriage if you can't if you're failing at the relationship right now. You can't get to the childbirth if you're fucking up whatever is in the middle of that. Because that's that's, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing right there. Yeah, yeah. But at the, what it boiled down to me to get to that C, whatever you whatever your goal is, that C is you have to be willing to put up and get through the bullshit. A lot of people see the bullshit and tap out. Like we like you said earlier, the first generationers. They see that bullshit and they tap out because, hold on, I'm not taking accountability for any of this bullshit. Oh, this bullshit is circumstantial. I didn't do. I didn't bring this bullshit with me. The bullshit was here <laughs> when I got here. But the fact of the matter is, you the bull, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you the bull. You creating the yeah. shit. So yeah. you got to be able to, to, to get into the bullshit and say, all right, cool. This is the part that I played in the bullshit. This is me taking my accountability. But I didn't do it alone. All this bullshit isn't mine. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm requiring you to clean up, but I'm I'm requiring you to acknowledge that hey, you played a role in it. And the thing about acknowledgement and accountability, it goes so far. Little effort goes so far. Effort and accountability will get you through a lot in life, in my personal opinion. You put in some effort and you take accountability, it'll get you through a lot in life. Because when you take an accountability, you're accepting, hey, this decision is on me. So I'm going to make it my best one. I'm not going to be out here and, and frivolously making decisions and just saying, well, shit, you know, hey, it's not on me or, or yeah, I did that. And, and, you know, it's coming out bad because it's a reflection of your character. So when you make these decisions, you hope that you're making your best decision always because you're getting through that bullshit with your best decisions. That's the only way you're going to get to that seat. Hey, man, you, I mean, you, you said it better than me. <laughs> You said it better than me. I, my my main beef with the with the ABC thing though, is the fact that I per, I think people people make the B part more than it needs to be, <laughs> like, <laughs> like straight up. Like we understand that things are not going to be perfect, but I I think that people get to the B and they want to live there. They're actually in some ways scared of the C. They they talk about. The C, they talk about the conclusion, which can be child, marriage, the promotions. They talk about all the all the cool things, but they rather sit in the bull because the drama actually gives them fulfillment in life. That's my true belief. Cause I've said it, I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks now. Like I really feel like it's just an addiction to to toxicity that people don't want to admit to. Because I personally, I mean, well, actually, you said that, but I feel like that's a true statement that people don't want to believe. I saw somebody post up today. How come niggas don't send flowers anymore? You know, you know, niggas, how come niggas don't do nice things anymore? Like, do niggas not, not do that anymore? And I, and I, I constantly see things like this. And I, I don't mean to say niggas, but men. I constantly see things like this and I'm just sitting there in my mind. I'm just like, well, if you're dealing with a slew of guys that don't send flowers, don't send chocolates, they're not nice. They're all assholes. Well, what are you doing there still? Why are you putting up with this bullshit? Do do you feel like this person that's already giving you signs of being a bullshitter or not being close to the ideal a romantic partner that you want in life is worth it. Is he going to get you to the seat? No. No. So why are you still there? And that's when I'm, that's what my firm belief is. You like this shit. You like this drama. You like this turmoil. Cause if you didn't, you'd be easy. It'd be easy to dismiss it because the longer you stay there, Jay, what's going to happen? The more bullshit piles up. And it's going to be harder to let go. You just can't leave your bullshit there. You feel you feel obligated to clean it up. You, you invested in that bullshit. That's a lot of us doing that right now, and it just needs to stop. It needs to stop immediately. And, and <laughs> I don't thing, care what you. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was about to say, you ain't got to wait till 2020, y'all, because y'all know y'all going to get 2020 and start bullshitting again anyway. So start today. Putting that fresh bullshit on a new year. <laughs> Come on, Actually, man. Actually, putting old bullshit on a new year. Bruh. And that's what everybody's going to do. Oh, yeah. Most, oh, I'm, I'm most definitely people. doing it. I'm geared up to do it. <laughs> already got a, you already got that whole saddle in your seat. Bullshit already. right there. Riding shotgun. New year, same me. Ex- no, y'all know it. Y'all know it. Y'all can stop. Just stop with all these resolutions. Just stop because y'all know the same drama that y'all had in 2011 is still with y'all in y'all trunks. I see how y'all keep y'all cars. It's it's crazy because you think January 1st, 2020 is going to make any difference from August 28th, 2018 or whatever. It's, that's another, that's that's just another, another Wednesday. That's bruh. another Wednesday. <laughs> and, and, and also I look at, I actually look at that completely different from, from the way you put it up there because when I, when I read that post, I was like, okay, what is she doing to deserve flowers? Just kind of like, you know, what is a man doing to deserve a home cooked meal? Like, is, is it just simply because he's a man? Is it just simply because he's a woman or no? Are you coming in there and you showing some qualities that deserve a home cooked meal? Like, are you helping her around do these handy, jo- handy jobs around the house? Like, you know, fixing the ceiling fan and shit like that, that warrants you getting a, a home cooked meal. Are you cooking home-cooked meals that make that man say, you know what, I need to get her some flowers. I got me a real one I'm messing with. I need to lock her down. And I see that so often that even when men will have wives and they'll have girlfriends and they'll be on Instagram and everything, you know, under under these Insta-thought pages and like, oh, this bitch bad. This bitch here bad. This bitch here bad. And it's like, but are you telling your girlfriend and your wife that she bad? Like, you you completely fine telling a stranger that she bad with uh, 250,000 other comments, but you can't look over there and tell your wife she bad while y'all sitting at the dinner table. The game is fucked up, B. The game, the the game is, fucked up. Yeah, the game fucked up. Go ahead. And the thing is, when you're trying to get from that B to the C, that line that connects the B to the C, that's called risk. You're going to have to risk some shit to get to that C. That C isn't going to be in your comfort zone. If that C was in your comfort zone, you probably wouldn't have to left A. But to get to that C, you're going to have to go through some bullshit and you're going to have to risk some stuff to get a reward. And that's when the pessimism, realism, and optimism come in. You can be overly optimistic and be like, oh, this bullshit that I'm going through now is going to get me a billion-dollar husband. Or you can go through that or you can say, this bullshit that I'm going through now is going to get me a man that I deserve that is that's worthy of my qualities. But in that bullshit, once again, it's some accountability. What are your qualities that's going to get you what you deserve? Because some of those qualities are going to get you what you deserve. And when you realize that what you are and what you deserve line up and it's not a good look, who that fall back on? <laughs> you asking somebody to take accountability? That's what I'm asking somebody like to take accountability because everybody, oh, I deserve this and I deserve that and I deserve this. Okay, what makes you deserve that? What are you doing that makes you deserve that? You out here, you out here doing doing henny and hookah all day Saturday, but you want the guy that's that, that works on Wall Street. That don't add up. You out here slam, slamming water burger and in and out burger, and you want the woman that looks like a fitness model. That typically doesn't add up. They don't so want to hear you, that, what, bro. Are, what are you saying that gets you to the woman or the person that you deserve? Oh, they said a bunch of shit. They ain't doing nothing though. It's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference Jay like, that's why I keep saying man I'm gonna take it back to the last episode man value is usefulness value value is usefulness and when it all comes down to it you have a certain value with that you're going to execute in a way that it shows your worth if you really feel that you are worth something you really feel that you have high value you are going to act that way you are going to your actions are going to show that if you are easy if you're easily accessible, if you're just like everybody else, then you have you you can't really claim that your value is that high. You can't. If you if I if I go out and it's forty women at address, all in the private section, all got Hennessy, they all got hookah. Who am I to say you're better than any of the other ones? 
I see yeah, none of y'all are, all of y'all are dressed, you know, uh, uh scantily. None of y'all are really dressed, you know, in a way that says, you know, hey, you know, she 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 quote unquote respects herself. And once again, I, for anybody listening, I could care less what y'all got on because nine times out of ten I'm not interested anyway. But the reality is I'm speaking from the the the, the, the common man's perspective. Yeah, you you look like an like an attainable side dish. You look like you you look like something that is a your eye candy. You look like instant gratification. That's what you look like. And nobody wants to accept that anymore because in society now, we're being told not to slut shame. We're being told not to not to point out things in a negative light because we want to lie to people. We want to we want to provide the um the uh the, the person that is carrying themselves in the worst way, we want to provide them some level of optimism. We want them to believe that there is still a chance to get a high quality of something that they truly don't deserve. No matter what a person says, I, I, I can always relate things back to, I, I relate things back to fitness a lot, but I'm going to relate things back to a lot of people. A lot of people that listen to this podcast went to college. You went to college and I guarantee you the minute you practiced discipline was when you when you saw your most success. When you were in school, partying all the fucking time, just acting like you weren't in college, that's when you probably had the lowest grade. Your GPA was the trashiest. The minute you said, hold up, I just crossed the age of 21. I'm, I've been partying a whole lot. Let me bring it down a level. Let me practice some discipline. Let me carry myself in a way that's going to show that I can be successful in the adult world. That Let me take this school applies. shit seriously. Bottom line, y'all not taking life seriously no more. Uh, and and it's crazy because people, there are exceptions. I, no matter what we like, how we want to address it, there are exceptions. Like you have people out there that are really striving and doing their best, trying to be the best version of themselves. But within that, there are eight or nine other people that don't give a flying fuck. And they're making it harder for the rest of y'all. <laughs> I've been, we've been, I've been saying this since the birth of this show. A lot of shit that is practiced, a lot of shit that that uh, society has conformed to on the social level is is detrimental as fuck, especially to our community. We doing shit that is foul as fuck, and I'm telling you, in about three to five years, I think we'll be the worst off. I'm telling you, we'll we'll be clinging onto those other cultures to make sure that we survive. I'm telling you, because our culture is constantly being made a mockery of. And then we, we get mad when somebody appropriates our culture. But we haven't done anything uh, to me in a sense. Uh, first of all, a lot of things that people appropriate from us, I swear this shit be entertainment. Like, oh, it's yeah. really, a lot of it's just entertainment. And it's like, that's all we have? That that makes me feel bad. So I'm going to be honest. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, damn, like, if, if somebody was appropriating my culture, like I want, I'd want it to be something about, you know, holding on to family, maybe, maybe high education still, education skills, high intellect, being organized, being strong, being, being, being masculine, being feminine, like qualities that actually can, you can come back to and like really be proud of y'all be getting mad because people steal y'all dances. What? It's, it's like, Oh, what? I want to, I want to handle my money like a Jewish person. I want to be good at math like I'm Asian. I want to dance like I'm black. Whoa. <laughs> what you said in the beginning? Nigga, the bar is low. Nigga, bar overall low. standards across the board are low, my guy. You can have all the dances. You can have the box braids, all that bullshit, nigga. I want the education. I want the I want the high I want the high uh I don't even care about the 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 grad the graduating in large amounts graduating in large amounts to accumulate a bunch of debt what does that mean what are y'all doing with that afterwards are y'all actually providing shit to y'all community to make y'all communities better better or are y'all just bragging about the fact that y'all got a bunch of papers that have white collegiate stamps on them like <laughs> these are these are white colleges half the time that y'all are not even really proud of that y'all end up speaking out against years later but y'all bragging about it because y'all got a piece of paper saying that i completed it four or five years from there and i, I owe them seventy thousand dollars give me a break <laughs> give me a break i guess that's the bullshit they want to go through though 
I mean, that's the bullshit you want to go through. Ridiculous, man. Welcome to Black <laughs> Christmas. Oh, man. I might, I might actually watch that movie. I'm going to check it out. I might actually watch that movie, man. But yeah, man, even with saying all that, man, I, I, I even, um, another topic I had ready was uh, talking about self-esteem in general and then just staying on our community. I don't think that our community just um, practices a, tr- a truly high self-esteem. Like, I, I don't think that the esteem in our community is as high as people try to make it out to be. If no, that makes sense. Yeah. I think a lot of like once again, I think a lot of people do a lot of talking. It just just like I said earlier today. Um you you sit here and you complain about somebody not sending you flowers or sending you chocolates, but you hang on to that person. And I feel like a person with a higher self-esteem, which comes back to value, I feel like a person that really felt that they were worth something, they wouldn't put up with the bullshit. And I feel like for years and years, bro, I was watching this documentary the other day. Man, it was a dope documentary. It's about three and a half hours, so I'm, I'm still not even done yet. But it it was wild to me how I saw these cats. It was like, I think it was like mid-60s, mid-1960s, black guys in a room with white guys. I'm talking about, it's just, you know, civil rights movement. They going at it, talking a bunch of shit. And when I say a lot of the dialogue was similar to the dialogue that you hear in 2019, all I could sit there and say was, golly, nigga, you think that this shit, people laugh at this shit and be like, oh, you know, I can't believe, nigga, this, this 2019 feel like 1960. My God, y'all not seeing a root problem here. <laughs> nigga, that's an issue. If if we haven't changed as a community, bruh, that's wild. Like, you can only, I, I, I'm a firm believer and you can only blame the man so much, but it's a lot of shit going on in the black community that just, is it's honestly just stays stagnant, bro, and it's scary. It's scary how nothing has moved. Like, nothing. Like, I'm telling you, you hear this dialogue, you be like, hold on, bro. I heard somebody say that shit the other day. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, civil rights ended, nigga, what, 60 years ago? A solid about the same shit. You can sit here and say, oh, well, white people doing the same shit. Nigga, how are they getting away with it for 60 years? Nigga, you doing so wrong. <laughs> nigga, as a group, our community leaders, the people that we overpraise, the people that we constantly vote back in office and we hot we hold to a high regard. Nigga, they getting away with they been getting away with the same shit for 50 years. Come on we, now, bro. We need to start appropriating white culture. The, the the ones that do get called the coons and all that other shit. And at the end of the day, I mean, you look at the big picture, a lot of them are successful though. Yeah. Shit baffling to me. And and low key, and low key, I see the envy in a lot of our people when it comes to them, like, especially like the Kardashians, like, it'd be mind-blowing to me, like, chicks that talk about Kardashians day in and day out, but then I'll go look on their Instagram story or something to see it on their Twitter, they they constantly liking Kardashian pictures, I'm like, huh, I'm confused, I thought these were the plastics, I thought we didn't like the Kardashians, I'm confused, we always checking up on them, though, <laughs> we always checking up on them, I'm confused. You pay so That's much attention I- to something you don't like. I don't like like see what Monroe said. She was like, man, I have this friend that she swears she swears she hate Trump, but she go to her page. That's all you see. It's like, hold on. That's like me. I don't like vegan food, but you come to my page, that's all you see. It's mighty confusing. Mighty conf- I'm not finna plaster something that represents me. Something that represents me. I'm not finna plaster something I hate all day on my page, on any social media platform, or anything. It's like walking into my room and having a bunch of uh, Hitler posters on my wall makes no sense. If I hate the man, why am I glorifying him by constantly immortalizing him on my social media page or on my wall? It makes no sense. Y'all, y'all say y'all hate things, but y'all really love them, and I'm realizing that. Just like the B, y'all say y'all don't like the B part, y'all don't like the bullshit, but y'all stay there because y'all love it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. But y'all, but, um, I could simplify what you just said without words, I guess. <laughs> but if you truly hate something that much, man, not matter of fact, I, I think, I think, um, old girl said it, man. I forgot her name. Uh, she be on the Capital One commercials. Uh, is it Tina Fey? Uh, Tina Fey does American Express. Is it 
Is it Anne Hath? Is that Anne Hathaway? No, 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 no. It's, or is it's, it's Hillary Swank? It's, it's the one that did the Sarah Palin lookalike. Okay, yeah, that's Tina Fey. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trash. I'm talking about fucking America. Yeah, I'm trash. But uh, no, I think she said the best man. If, if she said it, she said something about uh, pay attention to what a person uh, photographs the most because that's usually what they love. You know what I'm saying? She said something along those lines. I think she said it. I could be wrong, but um, and I was like, hey, that makes sense because I mean, if you're constantly capturing this moment, you constantly want people to see this moment with you. You must love it. If that's constantly a subject that you hang on to, you secretly you secretly love it. You 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 fantasize about it. You dream about it. You wish you were a part of it. So in order to be a part of it, you probably try to take this role of hate, but that's not really what you want to do. It's just maybe you said something in the earlier stages of of that particular thing, and now it's too late to back to backstep. So now you just got to hang on to this hate, this hate <laughs> ideal. And you really don't hate it. Be for real. You just got to embody it now. Like you just got to own it. Yeah, I, I, I said it years ago. I said, bro, y'all got to make sure that y'all are careful with the shit that y'all like assume as. Like this is this is who I am. This is what I like. I feel, like I tell people all the time. Like even if I know a Trump supporter, I'm like, bro, I don't mind if you're a Trump supporter. Don't mind if you're a Hillary supporter, whatever supporter. But you have to be honest with yourself when you know they did something wrong. If you're constantly saying, if you're constantly defending them, acting like they're all right, that's a problem because nobody is all right because nobody's perfect. It's a trap that people set themselves up for. It's a dangerous trap. You have to you have to realize that in this life, uh, Keith likes to talk about you know things being nuanced. But I don't need to use these fancy words. I'm just gonna say there's a gray area. There's a gray area in life. People try to deny that gray area. I think No Boundaries Podcast lives in the gray area. I, I think I think we live in the gray area because the gray area is reality. You have pessimism here and you have optimism here. But the fact of the matter is. <laughs> It's 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 nuanced. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Yeah. And people don't like that anymore. I, I mean, in in every situation, you want to uh, you know apply a black and white stipulation to it. It's like, all right, this is how it goes, no matter what. And that's just not the case. Like two situations can happen to two totally different people, and one slight thing could be different. One variable could be changed, and you have to look at it through different eyes. That sounds like common sense to me. Say, but common sense isn't all that common. It really and, isn't. And it kills me that, and I and I can't, you know, get upset for everybody for not having common sense. I don't know how you were raised. I don't know what struggles you've been through in life, but I just want people to have a natural understanding of things. This is this is what I this is this is what's on my Christmas list. I want people to have a natural understanding of things and to take accountability. I, for one, am going to take accountability. Hey, if I fuck up some shit, I fucked it up. That's on me. I'm going to take that. But in turn, if you fuck up some shit, and we sit here, we both know you fucked up some shit, I expect you to own that. Don't just say, oh, well, Jay know, Jay know that's my fault, so you know I ain't got to say it. No, I want you to say it. I want you to embody that. I want you to take that accountability because that's going to make me look at you in a in a better frame. That's going to make me look at your character, and I'm gonna appreciate you more. Hey, this person messed up. He owned that shit. I got respect for him. It's crazy because instead, a lot of times you just get a bunch of pettiness from a person. Like like if if like if you're wrong, and even if you admit it. Like they just they, they they tend they tend to get petty. Like I just I, I'm saying that because I realize that people just pettiness is something that people would rather go to than actually being accountable for something. You want somebody to admit that they were wrong, but instead they just get petty. I hate that with a passion. I think yeah. pettiness is the I think pettiness in this day and age is like the lowest form of a being almost at times. I think being petty is being petty is quite disgusting. Uh, I know that we all sink to that level at times, but people that you can characterize as petty. A lot of times, they're those type of individuals that they just constantly just feel the need to. Um, I mean, they're trolls. They're trolls in a in a huge way. And I, it, when I every time I hear you say something about accountability and you know so you just wanting somebody to admit they're wrong, it's just funny to me how their defense mechanism, a lot of times, is to just be more of a 
asshole, be more of a bitch and be be petty. And that's 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 wild to me. It's, or to hit you with that such and such made me do this or or you made me do this or or something else made me do this. That's petty behavior. It's small. Petty people are small. That, that was your own free will. Yeah, yeah. I, it, being accountable is, is, is you know, being the bigger person. Although at times, you know, we all know that being the bigger person can at times be overrated. Sometimes somebody deserves a little bit, you know, of your, your assholeness. But like I said, if I can characterize you as petty overall, a small individual overall, that's a problem. I feel, I feel like, I feel like, you know, it, it's, it's a gray area. You, you, you need balance. Like you, it's, a person's not it's, a person's not gonna be accountable accountable a hundred percent of the time. But damn, at least give me eighty five, eighty percent. I I shouldn't go any lower than that. So because some people really don't recognize their wrongdoings. Some people generally are naive of the bullshit they do that they do sometimes. Because a lot of it is that's that's their conditioning. It's ingrained in them. They don't know any better. No matter how old they are, like you said, you don't know how a person was raised. Some people some people think. Some people think being rude and being petty, matter of fact, they think that that makes them tough. They think that makes they think that that's a representation of them being strong, but in actuality, that's a sign of you being weak, in my opinion. Like they and think I that, rude, that, that rude and that pettiness is just oh well, this is just how you how you get your point across. This is how no. you more aggressively get your point across. Children, children do that. In my opinion, you know, like I said, it's it's a balance of things. But I, and I, I've noticed that a lot today in, in, in today's time when I'm just like interacting with people and just like, you know, just going by my way. I realize people think that being snobbish, being uppity, being petty. I throw a bunch of adjectives out there, but the reality is that doesn't make you a strong person at all. It doesn't make you tough at all either. Uh, I mean, I think I think the, I think the people that are tough are the people that can, you know, that are kind. I think the people that are are, are helpful and the ones that, you know that are understanding those are the, you know, those are the tough people. Cause to me, that's a representation that they've actually probably been through things because petty people, usually it's a knee jerk reaction and they're just being like that because they're, they're, they, they're mad that they're wrong. Or once again, they just want to troll you because of the fact that they may be right one time in their life. It's just, a, it's a, it's a funny, it's a funny conversation, but it's, it is something that crossed my mind every time you would talk about accountability. Cause uh, man, that's, that's a that's a word that I don't think that most Americans want to he- want to hear nowadays. Just based on the fact that, I mean, we we live in we live in a generation that's expecting handouts. Like a lot of people expect handouts these days. Nobody really wants to work hard anymore. So that ta- that same type of mindset. With that mindset, you can't expect somebody to be accountable. How can you expect that person to be accountable when he thinks the money you earn? <laughs> belongs to him or her. It's like what? Like nigga, you, nigga this Wait, is my you, money. You mean to tell me I work forty hours a week for you to tell me how to spend this money? Really? Like see it, it, it that's and that's something that I think that, you know, I I'd like to even get to on like examples. Or me maybe even uh, when we when we get Sean on, like I, I tell people all the time, like I'm not anti marriage at all, but I am very much pro common sense. And when I really think about the cultural shift and the social shift in the fact that, you know, who the breadwinners are. And when we start talking about fairness, it just kind of th- it kind of seems like things get swept under the rug. And it's just like, well, hold on. A lot of things were put in place because of who held the most when it came to finances. Who's the strongest? You know, so like a lot of that shit is why things are the way they are today. But if we're going against biology and we're going against the norms that were set forth by a lot of our ancestors and, you know, boomers or whatever you want to call them, it kind of doesn't make any sense to hold on to those things anymore because things have changed so much. So it's time to make new rules. It's just my that's just my interpretation of how things are going now. But, yeah, that's a conversation I have. We'll say for another day. Okay, because I was about to get in my bag, but you know. Oh yeah, we we got time, man. We we are supposed to keep it light anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'll say that then. I'll say that. But um, man, uh, I pretty much think we talked about everything we need to talk about. I I cross off the last thing because the last thing is hilarious. I just I, I looked at I, that and I was like. <laughs> it, 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 it's once I, that's I, that's probably something I'll, I'll say for the, uh, when we feel like a podcast because uh I know she's gonna have something to say about that because it's an interesting topic I see it a lot now but um either way man you got words of advice 
shit, you know, I had some words of advice. I think I lost them. But um, my words of advice are plain and simple. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So don't think that just because what you do in the dark isn't seen in the light. There is a there is a direct reaction to that. So always be conscious of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know me, man. Uh, keep it simple. Uh, my words of advice are learn to ignore the bullshit. Um, the, the, the human mind is not meant to take in all the negativity that it's taken in these days. All the all the breaking news, all the all the uh, the fights you see on World Star Hip Hop and the IGs, like it's just a lot of negativity that you're just compiling in. Um, bad news that you hear about your family, like it's a lot of shit going on in the world today, and it's not meant for the human mind to just take in like that. Um, and that's just, I mean, to me, that's just the truth. There's no denying that. And I think it's a, I think it's a necessary skill to learn to filter out the bullshit and ignore it. I've talked about before. Um, on the examples podcast, I, I know some advice that I gave to, I think it was Gunner. I told him, I said, the, I think the best way to get over certain things is to block them out and to just treat them like they don't exist anymore. Because in reality, I mean, that's what our ancestors did. They didn't have the, uh, they didn't have the, uh, there wasn't, there wasn't a necessity or there wasn't a, um, a capability of having to deal with shit every day based on the fact that for a lot of them, life was constantly new. They were seeing new things every day. They weren't constantly being bombarded with a bunch of bullshit and unnecessary negativity. So um, get back to your roots. And I think your roots are to ignore the bullshit. Ignore the bullshit that doesn't matter. Because if it doesn't matter, you shouldn't take it into the next day. You shouldn't take it into the next year, which like like a lot of y'all will. This is very true. I don't know, man. Did you tell him that I need to go to Spotify and to the, the YouTube? Of course, now? of course. I ain't telling him to go to YouTube because I don't be putting shit on YouTube. But Every now and then. Eventually, we'll get there. No, we won't. Because I'm not going to consistently do that. Man, I, I guess I just got to step my game up and start playing with the with the videography. I, I got I to gotta contribute something. This is my accountability. I'm taking accountability <laughs> for not putting shit on YouTube. That's on me. That's Jay. Send all that. complaints to T H A underscore M O N S T A R. Instagram and Twitter. Cause I ain't doing you that. Take, I'm gonna take you want all the smoke. You want all the smoke, right? Smoking section is now open. From here on out, from here to twenty twenty nine. Hey, from, Since, from 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 cradle to the grave. Bruh. It is what it is, man. Um you, you gonna get chopped up by J Mark since you in town? No, nah, no, nah, I'm a um I'm gonna do some shit. I got I got an appointment like, today. You look I, like I, a treasure I, troll over there, bro. That, yeah, I did I did the wash and the blowout today. So you know, oh, okay. I, I got I got a hair appointment later on. Get, get my shit together. Oh, okay, you getting bolted down? No, nah, no, nah, I thought about it. I did. That, that wasn't my vacation hairstyle that I was gonna go with. But nah, I'm, I'm gonna do some shit though. Okay, cool, cool, man. Uh, I guess with, with that being said, this has been No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 